And bets. I'm your host, DJ Mitchell, here to go over the six game um, December 6th slate. We're getting into the holiday time. It's a great time to hopefully get your bankroll up, get your get some money out, maybe of your accounts on DraftKings and others, and buy the best holiday presents as possible. Um, I had a I had a real nice couple of weeks in props. I you know pulled out some money, bought some gifts, felt really good, and then just got on an all-time cold streak with just one prop sinking me every night. Uh last night, uh, well, while recording this was Saturday night. Uh, Connor Garland gets phantom ejected. I know a lot of people had his two and a half prop. He had a shot in the first like five minutes of the game. You know, the Vancouver Canucks took about 35 penalties. They're losing. I'm like, all right, here we go. Connor Garland, third period, couple shots, easy money. No, nope. Ejected. No idea why the night before, um, Josh Anderson got hurt. Uh, we had the Hyman three blocks two miss net game. I mean, just could not get more unlucky right in a row. Always one prop finding a way to sink our, our battleship, but let's get back on track, you know, five or six, six games late. Um, but I think a lot of really exciting stuff on DraftKings, especially um, for the lineups construction, I think there's a lot of avenues that I'm pretty interested in. So before we get started, rate, review, you know what to do. I mean, it's the holiday season. If you want to give me a gift, uh, leave a rating. It'd be, it'd be fantastic. So the first game on the slate is the only game we don't have odds for yet. And it's probably because Philadelphia is playing right now. They got you know shelled early on. They're done tuning up into Tampa as I'm recording this. And Carter Hart was in net tonight. So it does probably look like we're going to get a, you know, probably Elliott in, in net or, um, I mean, oh my God, Elliot's on Tampa now. Martin Jones in net for the for the Flyers would be projected. There's some speculation that Darcy Kemper will be potentially back for the Avalanche. We're not sure yet, um, but I think that's a big reason why they're, the book just aren't putting this game out there because Jonas Johansson has, has been a revolving door of letting every goal behind him. He has an 884 save percentage uh, against Ottawa. He gave up three. They, I think they pulled him. Or, I mean, he's just been unbelievably bad um yeah they must have pulled them because a noonan got in a noonan was the minimum salary goal we were hoping to see at some point on DraftKings, but never did so a lot of uncertainty in the air um i think kemper will probably be back we couldn't get much news or notes but let's just kind of take a look at what colorado did because on top of the fact that they didn't have a goalie that could stop a, a beach ball they also didn't have um cadre um, so that changed up everything. And I wish I would have kind of had a little bit more news. I actually bumped Burakovsky up to the first line with McKinnon and Landeskog. Burakovsky was on the first power play. I had McKinnon, Burakovsky, Rantanen, and he did get some run with that top line. Like he played with McKinnon and Landeskog for the majority of the beginning of the game and then kind of bumped down with O'Connor and Yertushkin. So yeah, it's going to be interesting. Colorado is one of my favorite teams on the night um, as far as offense is concerned. And I think this game will project to be a decent overbet. Um, Colorado also missing Kale McCarr in that match. Not really sure why. And again, it, you know, the problem with recording on a Monday is Sunday, most teams won't run a skate. They won't really give you a lot of news. McCarr was the, the, the surprise late scratch. Day to day, we don't really know. Bowen Byram seemed like there was a chance he was going to play. Didn't play. So we really don't know what we're going to be getting with Colorado at all. Um, on the other hand, I think we have a decent idea what we might get out of Philly. I'm pretty low on Philly as of late. They haven't really been doing a lot that catches my eye. They ran lines of Giroux, Katerier, Atkinson, Frost, Hayes, and Konechny as their top six. That was somewhat of recent. They've run that out quite a bit. So I don't think there's a ton of fantasy goodness on the Philly side. It's a good bit cheaper, obviously. And at home, like Katerier, 5,500. Claude Giroux, 4,600. Um, 
they're cheap. And, and I think that's a reason why some people might jump on them. It's not really, really where I'm going to be finding my value. And it's not really where I'm going to be finding my props because even if we get a couple decent lines, like let's say we get Giroux at two and a half, it's something I've been really in on. It's not a terrible bet, but now he's, if he's with Gatteria and Atkinson, two decent rate shooters, it's really going to be tough to pin down who's going to be shooting the puck at uh, five on five, especially because they're, they're probably going to be matched up against a tougher unit. Like Gatteria, not on McKinnon, would be a massive mistake for Philly. So you're looking at that second line. I could talk myself into Konechny. I think I'm, you know, hoping that we find it somewhere closer to the two line, just because he's been pretty bad as of late. Um, that back down to 4K on DraftKings, and I think some people might get in on it. He had 20 minutes last game. I don't know what he has, you know, going on right now. His shot numbers have been very hit or miss. You know, there's a six in his previous five games. There's a zero in his previous five games. So that would be the guy I'd probably key on on the most. But I'm really not that confident. And what they're going to do. I, I do think if we get Colorado lines that have Landeskog on the first line without Rantanen, it bumps him up. He seems to be able to shoot a bit more in those circumstances. Rantanen's been disappointing as of late. A guy that was firing the puck quite a bit, has back-to-back games, did not hit his line. If he's not on that line with McKinnon either, it, it's really going to hurt. So I am going to be waiting till tomorrow to really figure out this game, but I love the Colorado side. I think there's going to be some props of, of note, but without knowing what this team is going to be doing, it's going to be tough to pin down, but they kind of project to have one of the better Corsi kind of contributors, uh, if you will, like they're going to be pushing pace um, and they're one of the higher expected goals. Um, so we don't have any lines on this. I'm sure Colorado is going to be favorited. I, you know, depending on the goalie situation, I like Colorado. I'm almost willing to bet on it just because I think Kemper will be back without any real clarification on that. But that's where I'm, and then the over, I like the over, like I said. So we'll move on to Anaheim at Washington. This one we do have lines for, and it is a minus 225 at home for the Capitals, a six over under. And I mean, that's obviously quite a bit. It seems like the books just still do not want to give Anaheim any respect. Um, Washington did return quite a few guys. So let's pull them up from their last game. They played Columbus and they won three to nothing. It was Ovechkin, Kuznetsov, and Wilson went back to that line. They had a ton of run. Um, Wilson was not in the first power play. It was Carlson, Kuznetsov, Oshi, Ovechkin, and Shiri because Oshi and Shiri returned. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I kind of just like the under here. I think overall is, is probably the way I go about this. Under six seems fine by me. Um, I, you know, I like Anaheim. They've pushed pace. Okay. They've, they've been in quite a few overs as of late. I kind of, that was like the one miss I had from the last show, I believe was I kind of like the under there. I went to the shootout and it ended up getting over on us. I, I mean, so yeah, I, I just don't really know if I like Anaheim on the road to, to get the tempo going too much. And again, they're playing guys like Lunderstrom 21 minutes. I just don't really think this team is going to find a ton, a ton of offense. This matchup, I think, will be a little bit slower than, than anticipated, and it's going to come down to goaltending. And I kind of think I trust both sides enough to, to figure it out and not allow the other team to put up too many. Um, Prop-wise, man, I really keep going back to Raquel, and it keeps burning me or hitting in the first period. Like, it's there's never an in-between with him. Um, you know, he has one game where he couldn't get me a point. And then the next couple, he goes out, has two goals, 10 shots. So I do like his prop at 4,400 on DraftKings. He's a great play. I don't know if I'm going to be overly bullish on it myself, um, but I do think him and Zegers are a nice cheaper option. That's better than Philadelphia, just to be frank. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm not going to bet the money line in this game. I like the under, I think that that props pretty solid. Um, Ovechkin always a good prop line, but it's really tough when it gets to the fours for me to have any sort of a, a feeling on it. 
Um, you know that Anaheim's going to be focused on it. They're going to try to take it away. I just don't really like any of the props on on the Washington side. The one that I kept going to was Carlson, and he is just – I just stopped. I mean, not that I've been going to it every night. He had, you know, a couple fours in his previous 10, and then the previous five, his top is two. And, again, like it's not a bad spot to jump back on at some point because he has been an historically good rate shooter as a defenseman. But really there's nothing on this Washington side that I'm overly bullish on as far as a prop. So I'm probably just out on it. I mean, I think Shiri's really good value um, at, where is he? 3,300. He has been fine for them. Um, the, the rates have been okay. He's been injured. He's finally back. You know, he's not a bad value, but I think this game is more of a fade for me um, than anything else. So we can move over to Ottawa at New Jersey. I really think this is the spot where I'm going to find the most of my value on the New Jersey side. I just think that they're a bit undervalued right now with the return of Jack Hughes. Uh, I think they're just a good team in general. They did get absolutely shelled by Winnipeg last time out. They lost eight to four. Um, Bernier got embarrassed, uh, just to be put it out there. The top line of Brett Heischer and Zaka looked okay. Hughes, Mercer, and Johansson got pretty caved in. Um, all the defensemen, and you know, besides the Graves and Hamilton unit, got caved in. I think this is a good bounce back spot against Ottawa. I really do. I think that they have a good offensive of team to put out there. And I think they can kind of short up a bit more. I, I expect to see Blackwood in that. Um, I don't really like the Blackwood play personally, but I, I do think he's fine. I think that if you, if you, if you find a good prop for whoever starts for Ottawa and net, I think that's fine as well. Cause I think New Jersey will put up a lot of shots. Um, this game could be one of those sneaky overs. Um, that a lot of people are in on. It's a six right now. I kind of like the over there. I think it might get to five and a half though. I really do. Once we get a little more news, it seems like a lot of games are like six. And then the next day I check it, it's five and a half. So this kind of feels like it might be that case. Um, the devil's at minus 195. Again, like I like the devil's here, but am I taking the devil's minus 195 ever? Probably not. Um, seems just kind of like a fool's errand with Ottawa just beating Colorado and, and looking like they have some offensive juices to them. That's kind of why, you know, I think you could game stack this up a bit. I think you could get five players out of this game and, and hope that it is, you know, that same sort of thing we saw against Winnipeg, where that would have won you all the money. I think it sets us up well for that again, and it's not too expensive. The most expensive player that's not a defenseman, Dougie Hamilton, is 6,100 Jack Hughes. After that, Shabbat, the Chuck, Norris, these guys are all below 6K. It's just so much value on DraftKings from a lineup perspective that I'm definitely in on it. Um, and uh, you know, Ottawa is just kind of an easy team to stack. They're very much like, Hey, the top line is, is going to be rolling for us. Let's let it, let's let it do it. So, um, Brady, Norris and Batherson, they all correlate on the power play with Stutzela who scored on the power play last time out and Shabbat, Shabbat 28 minutes. I, I mean, it sets up real nice. I think you can find, <clears throat> you're going to find one of my lineups at least with, uh, you know, I, I think it might just be, um, like, a Zaka, maybe he's here, maybe brought, with um, Hamilton, let me just pull up their power play quick. Hamilton was on a unit with Brat. I'm saying it wrong. What am I? Um, so Brat, Heishier, Hughes, and Zaka. So that full line, full power play. Again, you, you're getting so much correlation in this game that I love. So that's where a lot of my lineups are going to start and probably finish. Um, and then props are going to follow. So is there one that I'm overly bullish on? I don't know. I mean, I've been taking the Jack Hughes prop because it's been at two and he's just a better shooter than that. And since he's been back, it's not hit um, two straight games with one shot last game. He had a goal. I think it'll start coming together more, but it just hasn't yet. So, you know, play, play with it if you're ready, but if you're not ready to play it, I get it. Um, a guy like Zaka is a guy that I think should have the rate stats to get it done. 
But again, he hasn't. I mean, he has a four, a one, a one, and a one in his last five, and a zero. So it's probably going to be a thing I, I get in on tomorrow and try to figure it out. Dougie is really, really sound. I think you can find him at like a three. Um, he's just been blowing the doors off. So I think if you're stacking your jersey, it just has to have Dougie in it. There's no doubt in my mind. Um, but we can move forward. I, I'm actually you know, on the Ottawa side. Yeah, again, it, I already said all the players. Bathers and Brady. I think Brady is really, real strong here for a shot prop. Um, over, and I'm not touching the money line. I think if, yeah, there's just no point. I, I don't think there's any reason to do that. So we can move on to the biggest favorite of the night, Dallas at Arizona. Dallas minus 310. Arizona, obviously a massive underdog. I think you already know where I'm going with this one. It's the under. Um, Arizona just doesn't have much offense, and I don't really like Dallas's pace. You're really praying that Pavelski, Robertson, and Hints absolutely smash, which could happen. And I think that it's going to be really popular on DraftKings to play. Um, you look at that line, that stack in general, 6,500 Rupe, 5,600 Robertson, way too low, and 5K Pavelski. I mean, it's going to be some, just jammed into optimizers left and right, and there's a good reason for it. Hints and Robertson have been really good, but not at the same time, like Hintz will have a hat trick and then Robertson will have um, that. They had that massive two goal. How many shots did he have? He had a million shots. I feel like um, six shot, two goal game last time out against Columbus. I mean, it's they're back and forth. I, I like both of their shot props just fine. Pavelski has kind of been a little bit more of the distributor there. Uh, I watched a lot of that game because I had Robertson in my lineup. So I was watching it quite a bit and Pavelski was distributing very well. He only had one shot. He, I don't know if he's had a game over three, maybe he has had a four on the year, but he's just not really been a big rate shooter. So either of those guys are fine for props and there's really no other player. I'm overly bullish on even Sagan only saw 14 minutes, Jimmy Van 14 minutes, like some of these bigger names just aren't mattering that much. And this was a game they were up and they were trying to hold a lead. And they were really the only player that got boosted because of that was uh, Fasca, who was one of their better defensive forwards. Other than that, not a whole lot to, you know, sink your teeth into. They did miss Klingberg in that last time out. I, I think he'll be back. I, I really don't know. I mean, they have him as day to day right now. There's again, there's no real news on it. It was an illness is what they said, non COVID related. So I can't imagine he misses. Yeah. They haven't played since Thursday, probably be back. Um, so if he's not back for some reason, Lindell played 30 minutes and was on a power play unit. Um, and then um, Heiskanen, I think it's a really nice option, but 6,500 is quite expensive. But he shoots, he shoots a lot lately. He has the one zero in the last five, but I do think this is a, a fine matchup against Arizona who gives up shots, just an unbelievable amount. Um, and as far as Arizona is concerned, you know, we can't just completely ignore them. Um, yeah, I mean, it's obviously Keller, Kessel, Hayton, like, that's their power play is just them. They, they put those three with Gosses pair and Chikrin and that's what they're running. Um, so Keller and Kessel, I think some people might be in on it. I don't know, do whatever you want. I'm probably not playing Arizona ever, but like, I can see a narrative where you're like, well, if I'm taking all of Dallas, like I might as well pray to the, to, you know, that Keller at 3,900 gets there. Um, I think it's probably a fade for me in general. I don't know if I'll have a ton of this game because I'd rather just not take the Dallas chalk hope they win two to one, which is like kind of what I'm expecting. And we move on. Um, so yeah, I think the under is real strong there. And I mean, if you want to play the parlay fodder in Dallas at home, go right ahead and jam it in with a couple other things. LA at Vancouver. So Vancouver, we saw the Jersey throw. We already heard my tilt about Garland, just 10 minutes. You know, I don't know what he did. I still can't figure it out, <clears throat> but I digress. So uh, it's really, really cheap. I don't love this game from a, from a pace perspective. It's a five and a half over under. Um, I mean, they, they like the over right now Vegas does. So 
could it get there? Sure. Uh, LA news is that they're on a back-to-back. Um, they have a guy that's the Tyron is going to get his first NHL debut tonight. Um, and that Byfield is back, but he's playing in Ontario. Um, so we're not going to get any Quentin Byfield quite yet. I mean, yeah, Vancouver is a team I target quite often. Um, I target the shot props quite often. I mean, Arvidsson and Ayafalo are like two guys I think that are the easy plays here. We've been seeing Ayafalo at two. He has 13 shot on goal in his past three games. It seems like he's he's been just firing from all angles. I'm just never really playing Kopitar in my lineups. I know he's burned me a couple of times, but you know he's kind of re- reverted back in many respects to the the passing um, Andre Kopitar that we're used to. Some of those shock games are, are not that bad in his previous ten, but I'm not that interested in this game in general. Um, but I could see myself talking myself into a little bit of that. Um, LA side and they haven't started yet tonight. They're playing very in like an hour from now. So I don't really know what their lines are going to be, but they're playing Edmonton. It's going to be a wait till tomorrow to figure out if they change anything up. You know, maybe they do, maybe they don't. I'm this game is kind of like I said, not one of my favorites. Um, I think that if you're playing it, I think you go Vancouver because they're playing an LA team on a back-to-back, which like I said, might slow the slow the pace a bit. Um, lead to this game being an under, but five and a half, I, I probably wouldn't bet it myself, the five and a half, just because the goaltending is, it's average. It's actually been better than I thought for both teams. So I think the five and a half is, is very fine. Um, but I like the Vancouver minus 135. I think that's fine for them at home playing a back-to-back team. You know, it's a really big, a, a good bounce back spot after the Pittsburgh game that went terribly. Like I said, they took so many penalties. Some of them were justified. Some of them were a little bit ticky-tack. Um, they changed the lines up a whole ton, but it's impossible to know because Charlie got kicked out of the game. So that threw everything off. Um, Horvat, Miller, Pedersen all had huge minutes. Quinn Hughes had pretty good minutes for him as they tried to bounce back and go, or come back in that game. Um, yeah, I mean, I still think I can come back to the Garland prop. Hopefully it gets even better after missing finally at two and a half. I mean, we've seen it up at three on some sites. So if we get a two and a half at around even money, which it has been, I'm still going back to it here. Um, I, you know, I think that he's, in play on DFS because that whole team is super cheap. Uh, I think that Garland and Horvat are good value here, but I don't really, like I said, I, I think this game has the makings of kind of being a turd. So I'm not going to get crazy. Arvidsson, I follow on the other side and you can even put to know with it is fine. Um, but yeah, there's really no profit scream off the page to me. Going to have to wait till tomorrow to see what we get. If there's anything that does, I'll definitely tweet about it. And the final game, Pittsburgh at Seattle. This is kind of a uh, clash between two, opposites um pittsburgh has really tried to push the pace uh Genzel has been on an absolute war path as of late he's up to 7500 on DraftKings, shooting the lights out of the puck he had four points three goals the hat trick against vancouver um i think two of them were on the power play maybe well three no two of them were on the power play yeah two on the power play so yeah i think some people might jam it but i don't really want to target seattle very much um, they did pretty well against McDavid and company last time out. They're a good team at limiting teams pace. Uh, Pittsburgh, on the other hand, tries to push pace a good bit. So um, I don't think Pittsburgh's a bad take here. And I think that people will try to find a way to stack it. Um, I don't know how contrarian it will be. I don't think it'll be very, but um, it's really expensive. So it's hard to know. You're, you're getting the little bit of a savings, but Rodriguez has gone up in price quite a bit. His shot prop has been one I've been really trying to find wherever I can. It's not on every site, but, you know, 11 shots on goal in his past two. I think he gets a bit overlooked with how good Gensel has been, but that first line has been awesome for them. And, I mean, you look at Seattle and you're like, well, what's the first line? I don't know. It's kind of the same as the last time we talked. 
um, Gord, Donato, Donskoy, Appleton, Wenberg, um, Johnson, or Johansson, Marcus Johansson are the top six. Everly and Schwartz, question marks. I think that eventually one of them will probably come back. I don't really see why it wouldn't be on Monday Monday night. I think that we should, that there's no indication that this is long-term. So yeah, I mean, they could bounce back and, and change up the whole thing. So again, this is a really tough one for me to pin down. Um, I don't love Seattle in any respect on like, all the players that get big minutes for them seemingly aren't shooters, like at least historically. Um, Johansson, Gord, Donskoy and, and Wenberg, I mean, Donskoy a little bit, Appleton a little bit. That was their, you know, top five in minutes last time out. It's really ugly. I think that's for that reason. Some people might get in on pit and I'm just kind of, I'm, I'm here nor there. And I think this game for me is probably an under six bet. And I just like the Pittsburgh minus 140. I, I, I think that that's fine. I don't really want to bet on Seattle here. I think Pittsburgh just a better team in general and, and they'll find a way to get it done. But this game is not my favorite. Um, I, I don't really, I'm not falling in love with it. Pittsburgh on a long West coast trip. As I mentioned, they just played in Vancouver um, and then Seattle. Yeah. They're just not that good. Um, they get all these guys back maybe, but they're one of the, the better teams at limiting Corsi because of all those defensemen they got, um, you know, they're decently sound defensively. They, they kind of spread out the minutes and they try to do, you know, stop teams where they can. And, and you know, that game, if, if it wasn't versus anyone, but McDavid and, <clears throat> and dry cycle, they probably win that four to one. Um, McDavid and Drysdale kind of put the team on their back at the end and found a way to get some goals late. Uh, I think that they're a fine defensive team. So for that reason, I like the under. Uh, if this was, you know, at, in Pittsburgh and Pittsburgh had four days rest, I'd think differently maybe, but I don't think they're going to be firing all cylinders. I think Seattle knows what they got to do to shut down the top line or at least try to shut, shut down the top line. Um, and they'll find a way to keep this under six. So with that being said, I think my favorite bets of the night, uh, I'll just, you know, I'll run through all the over-unders. I think in the Philly game, Philly, Colorado, I like the over, depending on what it is. I don't know yet. I think there'll be six, I like the over in the Ottawa um, Devils game. And then all the others, I like the under in, except I'm probably not touching the LA Vancouver game. Um, and yeah, I think all the other unders are, are just fine. Um, I don't know if there's a single money line that I'm overly bullish on, like, I want to be in on Pittsburgh minus 140 the most, but on that West Coast trip, I don't, I'm not in love with it. So I think if you're doing the money line situation, I mean, there's really not one good one here. I don't, I don't know if there's one that I'm, I think that you need to put in. I think that there's a lot of decent parlay action with Dallas um, that you can mix in if you want, but nothing here that I, I really think is worth touting. I think that there's some decent props that are going to emerge because some players are disappointed. I'm hoping that Garland has limited, limited his upside with that, um, you know, that 10 minute game is conduct. Um, so I'll probably get back on Garland. I'll probably look at Arvidsson and I follow. And then that, uh, all in that game, I think that all of the, the Brady, um, the Brady, the Chuck, definitely I'm going to probably have, and then New Jersey, I want to get on Hughes, but I think I'll just go Hamilton. Um, not a whole lot in the Anaheim Washington game. Like I said, it's really hard to know where that's going to come from. Raquel probably my favorite. If you get good money at two and a half shots, uh, or maybe even a point. And then Dallas hints or Robertson, easy money there, not touching Arizona. So I think that covers most everything. So with that being said, happy holidays. I'll talk to everyone on Friday. Enjoy the slate, enjoy the winnings, have a good one. Mm-hmm.